Hey everyone, saddle up and get yourself ready for the Horse Business Advice Podcast, where I share tips and insights for horse business owners around the world on all kinds of things to do with running your business. I'm Melody, online horse business coach, mother, lover of horses, collector of far too many saddle pads, and unicorn obsessed. I'm absolutely passionate about helping equine-related businesses get the confidence to move forward and get organized enough to be able to still have a life and a business at the same time. Now, I don't want you out there struggling to find the help you need, wondering what the hell to do next. I'm here to tell you that you do not have to go on this journey of horse business alone. So come along and join my free Facebook group, Equine Entrepreneurs Horse Business Advice, and be part of a really supportive and thriving community of horse business owners from around the world. Welcome everybody to the Horse Business Advice Podcast. I'm Melody and in today's episode I am going to answer the question that is asked of me so often, that is, do I need a website? The answer is yes. Okay, thanks for listening. See you later. No, just kidding. There's more to it. Uh, The answer is yes for a number of reasons, and I want to tell you what those reasons are. Um, In this day and age, a lot of businesses start up and just use social media, or they might start up on eBay or any of those kind of um, platforms that... You can easily list a couple of products for sale, but you don't have to have your own website or you can post on social media and say, hey, I'll come and massage your horse, but you don't need any anything behind it. And that's great. And often businesses in the horse industry start as a hobby and then develop into a business. So investing a couple of thousand dollars into a website doesn't seem to be a priority for so many business owners but here's the thing you don't own your social media profiles and I'm in a number of uh, Facebook groups of business owners and one of the things I say see on a daily basis is I've just lost my Facebook page or I've just lost my Instagram account they're the things that are being talking talked about the most at the moment every single day more than one business I see posting saying, oh my gosh, I had 27,000 followers. I've been hacked. I can't get it back. And a lot of other people are chiming in saying, I got hacked three months ago and I still haven't got mine back. I had to start again from fresh, blah, 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 blah. So this could be a really short podcast because there are so many answers Uh, So many things pointing to the answer of, yes, you need a website. But let's think about it like this. You don't own your social platforms. But here's the other thing. People buy from someone that they know, like and trust. And you know how easy it is to start up a Facebook page? I mean, you've done it yourself, obviously, or you've had help doing it. But you can just wake up one day and say, I'm going to start a new business. And within a couple of hours, you can make a business page look like a legitimate business 
that's up and running and taking orders or doing bookings or whatever. That's great. Social media is so cool because it has that capacity. But does that create the trust that we need? Not necessarily. People might be wary of dealing with a business if there's no physical location, if there's no website attached to it, or the only thing is a social profile. So if you're looking for ways to develop trust with your ideal clients, then having a platform away from social media is probably a good idea. And you own that. So you can't just lose your website because you used the wrong word or a picture of a horse where you shouldn't have or, you know, some hacker decide, well, no, that's not true. Websites do get hacked, but they are much harder to hack and they are easier to get back. Uh, And if you have proper website security, the chances of your site getting hacked is very, very low. It doesn't happen so often as social profiles get hacked on a daily basis and that's because what so many people are slack about using passwords of their favorite pet or their birth year or their their child's name or whatever or using the same password for 50 different things and of course once one gets hacked then you risk losing everything um i could rant on about password security for hours to come but I won't because that's not the purpose of this podcast so if you have a website then if you lose your social profile you'll still lose something that's really important to your business I'm not saying don't use social media for business in fact I teach using social media for business that's what I do all day But we want to have a backup, a professional system where we can gather clients' information. We can share a little bit more about ourselves in a more structured way. And that's the other thing. Social media is so fast moving. And if I were to jump on any of your business pages uh, at any given time, there's not a customer journey there. There's not a... um, a consistent flow of information because I might jump onto your page the day that you decided to share a meme or the day that you decided to share a story about a horse that you've treated. So every time I jump onto your page, I'm going to see something different. With a website, you can create a customer journey. So you can be in control of the first thing that they see, the second thing that they see, then the call to action. What do you want them to do? So now that you've told them what you do, then what do you want them to do? Do you want them to click here to go shopping? Do you want them to click to book in with you? Do you want them to download something? Do you want them to give you their details? So you're, you're in a far more better system of control when you're controlling it on a website. So we can link your social media and your website together. They'll work hand in hand. Websites can save you so much time and so much pain for so many kinds of businesses. For example, e-commerce businesses. Now, a lot of you have websites, but there are still businesses out there taking orders by private message. And I don't know how people keep track of stuff. Once you start getting a few orders a day, Everything is on private message. 
We all know that Facebook private message and Instagram can be super buggy. You can lose things. You can have things disappear. You can refine them in a different place. It, it can get crazy and things happen to stuff like that. Having one point of contact with your client is never a good idea. And so if you are at that stage where you don't have a website, you're listening to this podcast, please, if you're taking orders or bookings, please take some information from your clients, whether it's an email address or a mobile number, depends on what you do as to what suits you better. But take some additional information so that if you do lose your messages or you accidentally delete them or something, you've still got a way of reaching that client. That's really important. So what you can do is, of course, if you have an e-commerce business, is set everything up so that people can just buy stuff online, check it out securely. You don't have to be asking for credit card numbers. You don't have to be sending bank details and hoping that they pay. You can just wake up in the morning and <clears throat> people have placed their orders. The money's come into your account and you've got all the information that you need and it's a smooth process. Most of us these days and certainly in the last couple of years with the pandemic have experienced online shopping in some form. And we're all reasonably comfortable and familiar with it. Not everybody, but many of us are comfortable and familiar with it. So we know that process. So that's an easy, that's a no-brainer. If you sell products, it makes sense to have them on a website. But service-based businesses often say, but I don't have a product, so why do I need a website? Well, there's lots of reasons. And one of the things that you can do is you can publish blogs or articles on your website. Now that drives people, to, you can share that on your social media and that then drives people back to your website to then find out a bit more about you. You might then sell a digital course or you might have a service that you offer in a local area and you've then created those connections with those people by creating that credibility by sharing your blogs. But the other thing is, is, I might want to check you out and see a little bit more about you. And now some people are going to be happy doing that on social media, but others just want that little bit more information. So they might go onto your website and just see, you know, what testimonials you've got on there, what a little bit of what you're about. And this is where you can control what people are seeing. You can control their journey. They might come to your site and think you know I I don't enjoy riding my horse I'm not having fun I, I'm lacking confidence so if the first thing that your website says is I help you find your confidence then straight away I'm connected that's harder to do on social media in that any given time you're not going to be posting that same statement over and over again so the social media is about creating social connections and engagement and the website is about actually giving the information and providing the container with which we actually then fill it with information that supports our business and gives people the information and the platform that they need to then be able to make a decision of whether they're going to book in with us. So you might have some free resources. That's much easier to contain and control on a website. You might have a course. You can host that on your website. 
you might have information about how do I choose which service you know do I want red light therapy do I want tissue mobilization do I want just straight massage for my horse you might be able to share some information about that but then you also need to give a bit of information about what the benefit of working with you is and how to book in with you so again a website can control and take bookings for you they can it can take inquiries and really your website is your frequently asked questions that is the thing that will answer all of those questions so when we're creating websites and of course this is another conversation for another day but what's the good element of websites is that it needs to answer the questions that people ask you so if you find people are constantly asking the same thing over and over and over then that tells you that you're not making that information easy enough for them to find and that's something that you need to look at. And a website can answer that question. It can hold the answers for you and give people what information they need in order to make their decision. So using a website for your business, there's so much more to just using social media because people might be using Google. So let's think about this. I'm going to... I need to buy a new saddle pad, let's say, and I want a purple sparkly saddle pad. Now, how do I find a business that sells purple sparkly saddle pads on Facebook? Like I could troll a whole lot or scroll through, should I say, a whole lot of Facebook groups and pages or I can ask questions. I can, you know, if I'm confident enough, if I'm happy to share that I want a purple sparkly saddle pad, well, I can you know, post in a group and say, where's the best place to buy it? But if I'm not that person, um, then how am I going to find that? I'm going to put it into Google, right? I'm going to post in, I'm going to, I'm not going to post. I am going to put into Google purple sparkly saddle pad uh, and maybe the word buy. Now that's going to link to somebody's website, of course. And that's when SEO comes into play for the business owner to make sure that their website is showing up in searches. But that's another reason why you need to have a website because some questions are easily asked on social media and some are better asked on things like Google search engines. Any search engine doesn't have to be Google. So that's another reason to have a website because people might search stuff and find your website and your business they might then find your social media and connect through you on your social channel but they might have originally found you on google so having a website is an investment for a business and i see often people trying to make their own website and you know some people successfully do that others spend six months of many many hours and probably far too many tears and a lot of wine creating their own website it's worth paying someone else to do a professional website that is searchable that has all of the things that you need it to have that's professionally put together the seo is done behind the scenes the speed of the site works for you it really is a hundred percent an investment for your business and for that six months that you spent trying to create it yourself 
if you had have had a professional do it and deliver it within a week or two weeks or three weeks or whatever it is, a short amount of time, then imagine how many more sales you could have made whilst you were actually spending time building that site. So, you know, and again, I this isn't all about should I build my own website or should I pay a professional? Obviously, I have my opinions. You might be happy just ticking along and you might be tech savvy enough to be able to learn things on the University of YouTube, I like to call it. Um, there's a video, there is a YouTube video for everything. Anything you want to know, there is a video on YouTube about it. So if you're going to start your business, then I highly recommend you start and you get stuck into creating websites sooner rather than later so that you have that backup in case something goes wrong with social profiles, in case you are a kind of business that people might be looking for via Google rather than via social profiles. And you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain by having a website. So that is my answer to the question, do I need a website? The answer is yes, you do need a website. So I hope that has been useful for you. And I look forward to catching you again in another podcast soon.